Welcome back to another episode of Peter's Proffer here in the courtroom of current events. And today we're going to tackle Florida's carry concealed permit program, uh, concealed weapons license, the classes, the application, what makes you eligible. We're going to go through all of that today. Um, And we're also going to talk about how it's reciprocated in other states. Uh, So it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be definitely an informative one for anybody out there that's considering a carry concealed permit or that has one or just is interested in what it is and what it means. Um, If you want to hear about any other topic, you can visit us at Tragos Law on all social media. We have a a specific page on Facebook, Peter's Proffer. Um, If you have any questions specifically about the podcast or you can always email me, PeterTragos at GreekLaw.com for any legal questions you have or any podcast topics you'd like to hear. Because when it comes down to it, we just want to be a resource. Um, We want to be someone you can come to to ask these questions, get more information, uh, educate yourself on the process, on the laws, on what your rights are, um, in any situation that that may come up. So use that email, use those social media pages. We're here to help. Um, our local community in any way that we can. But for now, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so we're here today to talk about uh, weapons permits. Um, And to start out, I've got Pete and my dad here. And to start out, let's just talk about what they are. What is a carry conceal weapon permit? The permit is nothing more than a license that allows you to carry a weapon. And just to be clear, in Florida, it's not just a gun. It's a weapon. It could be a knife, a billy club. There's actually a number of definitions. In Florida, we have a concealed carry permit, which means that you can carry a gun with a permit, but that gun has to be hidden, as opposed to some states that have an open carry permit, meaning you can carry it right there in in plain view. Now, Florida does have some um, open carry allowances, or so if like hunting or fishing, or if you're going on target shooting, you know those are obviously public places. You're allowed to have that weapon out, but for the most part, if you're just walking around the streets and you've got a permit, it's got to be hidden. And, and Florida is only one of five states that doesn't allow open carry. Okay, so the 45 other states do allow open carry. Do allow, yeah. You can put it on your hip, just like the Cowboys. Okay. And when you're talking about a concealed weapons permit, where does that come from? What's, what's the history behind Florida having a concealed weapons permit? Well, in 1894, you could, have, you could carry a concealed weapon for defense. It wasn't really a license, but various county commissions used to approve that. And then the Florida Supreme Court said, you can't just have it county by county because it's a Second Amendment federal constitutional right. So then there had to be a statewide policy. And then in, and that was back in 1970, which wasn't that long ago. And then in 1987, that's when Florida actually passed their concealed weapons permit statute that allowed licensing and allowed you to carry a concealed weapon with, of course, certain restrictions. Okay, so how do you get a carry concealed weapons permit? What, what do you have to do to get it? Well, you first, you have to file an application and the application can be filed three different ways. Now, Florida is also one of those states that allows residents and non-residents to file. So if you live in Georgia, you can actually file for a Florida concealed weapons permit. So you have to file that. You have to do a fingerprint check, background check. You pay the fees. And under Florida law, if you qualify, if you, and I don't know if we want to go into the various things, like for instance, you can't be a person that's been Uh, adjudicated mentally incompetent. 
you can't be a convicted felon. Um, you can't be someone's had to, even a withheld adjudication on a criminal case, and there are a certain number of years that have to pass before you can even apply. So if you don't fall with one of those restrictions that you can't get a permit, then the Department of Agriculture, which is in charge of these consumer affairs and agriculture, has to issue you a license or a concealed weapons permit. Okay, so we're jumping into some of the restrictions here. What, what are the other restrictions or things that make you ineligible to even apply to, for your concealed carry permit? Unless you're in the military or law enforcement, you have to be 21 years of age. You can be younger. You can be 18 to 20 if you're in the military or in law enforcement. You can't have a physical infirmity that would prevent you from handling a weapon safely. You can't be a chronic or habitual alcoholic. You must uh, demonstrate, not demonstrate, but you must not have a mental problem. If you like were documented, usually. Documented, right. Right, like you got Baker acted last month. You can't now go get your carry concealed permit. That's right. That's right. Now, if you have been, let's say, committed to a mental institution, then you have to show that you don't suffer from this disability for five years since you were adjudicated incompetent. Another important one, it's a consequence people don't realize sometimes when they get like a domestic violence injunction, is that during the pendency of that injunction, you cannot have a concealed weapons permit. And then, if these things happen after you've got it, because the permit is good for now, it's good for seven years, if during that seven years something like this happens, then the Department of Agriculture can revoke your permit. Okay, so Pete, why don't you talk a little bit about what's in the application that you have to fill out to get your concealed carry permit? You know, the application's pretty simple. Uh, chapter 790 is where you find it. If you go to the Department of Agriculture's website, you can actually fill out the permit there. Um, no, nothing crazy other than your basic information, your social security number, name, where you reside, your basic information, height, weight, hair color, an email, and then there's a series of questions uh, that pretty much sets forth what George just talked about to determine whether or not you have any restrictions. Other than that, you get it notarized, um, and you have to provide, obviously, proof, which we'll get to in a second, about a class, or if you were, like in my case, uh, if you're, if you're, you can waive the class because you have military service. You have to provide the records that prove that you uh, don't have to take the class and just submit it. It's really that simple. Okay, and where did you say you can find that? You can go to the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services website. Um, it's Chapter 790 of the Florida Statute. It's literally the 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 form to apply is is right there. And you can do it three ways. You can do it online. You can mail it in, or you can actually go to one of their offices or some of the tax collector's offices are authorized to actually take the application. The initial cost is $102, and it takes about 90 days for processing. Okay, do you have to take a class or anything like that before you can get your concealed weapons permit? The average person does have to take a class. That's what you were talking certified. about. You can waive if you're in right. military service. You, yeah. what law, is, law enforcement, you know, people like that, usually they can waive. You know, and I'll tell you what it is. Um, you have to take a course at the Concealed Carry Farms course. is basically gun familiarization. And if you can prove that you have military service or your law enforcement, they waive that. Right, but what do you do in the class? I guess the, the, I haven't taken the class, so I can't tell you the I specifics. Have, I have taken the class. Okay, what do you do? You sit there. Um, you have someone lecture you on gun safety, on the use of guns, on the statute, where you can and can't carry and then at the very end, you have to show that you can shoot the weapon safely. It basically is a, a one-day or a half-day course. Uh, it's not very difficult. 
but you have to be certified and they have to say that you actually took the course and they have to send that into the department. How, how long does it last? I think you said seven years. Seven years. Right now, it's, it used to be uh, five years, but now it's seven years. And then what do you have to do to re-up it? You just have to send in an uh, application fee. They actually send you notice that it's about to expire because I just re-upped mine. And you just send the fee in, and you, you, that's all you have to do. You don't have to take the class again? No. You don't have to fill out the whole application? Just no. is, it a, is it like a, a smaller application? It's just a, just a form that you send back to them with a check. Okay. Okay, so once you have your concealed carry permit, what does it allow you to actually do? Well, it allows you to basically carry a gun so no one can see it. The interesting thing that, that I found out in, in doing the research for this is if a police officer approaches you, unless he asks you, you do not have to reveal that you're carrying a concealed weapon. It's foolish not to because, frankly, if that officer sees that you have a gun and you haven't told him that you have the permit, then you, know, you might get shot. So you should tell them, but you don't have to tell them. You also have to have the permit with you when you're carrying the gun so that you can show it uh, to the law enforcement officer that you have the permit. If you don't have the permit, then it's a civil infraction and you can get a fine. Okay. What happens if you don't have a permit, you have a gun, you tell the officer you don't have a, or you tell the officer you do have a permit, but you actually don't? You do have a permit and you don't? No, you tell the officer, I have a permit for this gun that I'm carrying, but you don't actually have a permit. Then you can be arrested for carrying a concealed weapon. Right. Interesting point. Um, there are some employers, for example, that say you can't carry your gun when you're working for us, or some stores that say you know no guns are on premises. The concealed carry permit trumps that, and the statute basically says that no public or private employer can uh, preclude someone from carrying their firearm. As long as they're permitted. And it doesn't just apply to employers. If you have a piece of property and you put a sign saying no guns, you can't do that. So you, well, you, you can't can. stop. You, can't, you, can put the, you can put the sign up there, but it doesn't stop you. It's not right. a crime to walk on that property with a gun. Right. And then also, as an employer, you can request still that people, even if they have their carry concealed, don't bring a gun. It doesn't trump it, like we've said, but they can still request it. Let me just put in one thing. There are some restrictions to that employer. Like if you work for like a nuclear power plant, yeah, they yeah. actually can restrict you. But on average, the average daily person isn't going to be able to be stopped by the employer. So what happens if somebody gets fired for carrying their weapon in, even if they have a carry concealed? Uh, an employer cannot condition employment on whether or not somebody has or doesn't have a concealed So it would, be an, it would be a wrongful it would termination? It would be a wrongful termination, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right, so what else can you do with this uh, permit? We know something that was raised there about the nuclear power plant. That's because there's a federal law that says you can't carry a gun there. We have certain areas in Florida that the state law says even if you have a permit, you can't carry your gun. Uh, Like police stations, highway patrol stations, detention facilities, courthouses, polling places, uh, county uh, governing bodies, the legislature, schools, colleges, professional athletic events. Uh, elementary and secondary schools, career centers, uh, airports, and places that primarily serve alcohol. And, and that's been an issue because you go into a restaurant, part of it, there's a primary is food. Other part of the restaurant may be a bar where the primary is alcohol. You can go and eat in the restaurant if you have your concealed weapon, but you can't go into the bar. Okay. Anything else that it allows you to do if you have a carry concealed permit? Carry the gun in the car, concealed, meaning either inside of a, you know, of a glove box. It doesn't have to have the three steps or whatever that you have to have without a carry concealed? That, that's if, again, no, it doesn't. 
that's an exception. If you don't have, again, the, you know, the concealed weapons permit, uh, then you still can carry a gun in your car, but then, like you said, you have to be in such a place where it's not, quote, readily available, available for use. You. So it's like right. locked in a box, unloaded with right. the with the uh, ammunition somewhere else than in the box, something right. like right. that. Like if you don't have a concealed permit and you're going to the range, for example, exactly. what you do is you put the gun in the glove box, you put the bullets in the trunk. Right. Or you put the gun inside of a lockbox in the trunk and the bullets somewhere else. Right. Right. Um, okay, anything else? That's pretty much it for for you know where you're allowed to carry. Okay, and then not. we've gone through some of the restrictions because you're not allowed to carry it at the places that that uh, my dad listed. What other restrictions are there besides obviously the open carry? You can't carry it in a holster or carry it in your hand if you have a carry concealed. What other restrictions are there with carrying a weapon, even if you have the permit? Well, again, mostly it is locations. Okay, that that's it. otherwise. You're free to carry it wherever you want, okay. but so you just, just must avoid those locations. So locations, and then it has to be concealed. Those are the only two restrictions. Correct. Okay. So let's talk about um, the state-by-state state difference and how reciprocity works when it comes to concealed carry permits. If you have a permit in Florida, are you allowed to carry in other states, or do you have to get a permit for each state you want to travel to? Depends. Um, Florida does participate in... A, a, basically, it's a compact of other states that allow you to reciprocate your permit uh, in to draw. I'm sorry, to carry your gun in their state. So in Florida, like um, you know, Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, not Illinois, Pennsylvania. You can carry your gun. Um, there are restrictions with, with a Florida permit. With a saying. Florida permit, there are restrictions to that based on the state. There are other states like California, Oregon, Illinois, Wisconsin, New York, and there are more, Hawaii, that will not allow you to carry your Florida permitted weapon. Well, there's a, right now 36 states allow it. And Florida will not allow another state to have their weapons in our state unless they allow us to have it in their state. And Florida is one of the unusual states that allows non-residents to have a permit. However, those other states do not recognize a Florida carry concealed weapons permit of a non-resident. So you have to be a resident of Florida, have your permit in order to be allowed to carry in those states. And it's interesting because Florida is known as the gunshine state because there's almost 2 million people that currently have a valid carried concealed weapons permit. And that number grows by 17,500 each month. An additional stat that is pretty cool is that there's twelve. There's almost 13,000 judges, correctional offices, military, or law enforcement that also have a carry concealed weapons permit. So some of the statistics in Florida are kind of cool that we are one of the the highest rate states of having a carry concealed permit. I guess cool is a matter of definition. Well, it's cool because at least people are being responsible with their carry concealed weapons permit. I mean, that's... Think of it the other way around. Let's just use Kentucky or Alaska as an example. You can carry without a permit in that state. There is no restriction at all. Well, and because the other thing is, like, even the gun control laws, people that have a carry concealed weapon would would be able to have a gun, would be able to have a weapon. There's a there's a um, a registry of all these people. Their social security numbers are are um, submitted to the state. People know they have their fingerprints are done. All this information is on these 2 million people that have these carry concealed permits in Florida. The reason it's cool is it's easy to track. You know who they are. They're not convicted felons. There's all these restrictions. That's why I say it's cool because 
they're doing it the right way and showing how many people can have these guns under these restrictions and under these laws. And, you know, theoretically, it's the safest place for these guns to be, right? Well, Florida is number one in the country for the carry concealed weapons permits. Behind, I mean, number two, right behind us is Texas. Uh, I'm under the impression that in Texas, if you have a truck, you're supposed to have a gun in the gun racker. That's a violation. But right, I, it's I, a violation I, of the state laws. Hey, George, let me ask you. Um, obviously, you can carry your Florida permitted weapon in other states. You know, not all of them, obviously, but the ones you're uh, able to do. But how do you get it to that other state? So let's just say you're driving to, I don't know, uh, Iowa, and you have to go through Illinois. You can't use your Florida carry concealed permit in Illinois. So what do you have to do? Well, you, you've got to then do the otherwise unavailable where you lock it in a trunk or put it in the glove box with a strap, take the you bullets out of it. You basically have to act as if you don't yeah. have a carry concealed permit. Right. The, the same, too. You, you also, if you, let's say you're flying and you're not supposed to take it to the airport, there are each airline has their own restrictions about how they do it. And some of them require you to have a separate locked case with the bullets in a separate locked case in your checked bags. Um, there are various rules you have to follow in order to transport these weapons once you leave your state. Um, and if you have a carry concealed weapons permit, let's say you move to Florida, you have 90 days once you're here in order to get a Florida. So, so yours is good for 90 days while in Florida. And if you happen to even move while you're in Florida, change address, you're required within 30 days to notify the Department of Agriculture that you've changed your address so that your permit is then changed, although your address doesn't appear on the permit anymore. So what what do you think overall are the pros and cons to at least how Florida does the carry concealed um, permit system? You know, Florida is good because, you know, the, the point you made, we know who's got them. We know that they're, for all intents and purposes, minimally qualified. Uh, people that want to participate, you know, are licensed, they're documented. So the vast majority of those that are doing it right are, you know, are, are in the system, as opposed to some other states where just any old yokel can go, you know, go to their local five and dime and pick up an AK, you know, an AK-47 and, you know, strap it on their back and walk down the street with it. These tragedies that we've heard about, the guns that were used are not the kind of guns that a carry concealed weapons permit person, you know, you, this is not a pistol. These are all large weapons that these people use for these mass shootings. Um, so when you talk about regulated at least florida does as you said before regulated we know who's got those permits and we know who's got the guns right and we we regulate the carry concealed process but not the owning a gun process correct so so what what do you think about taking it a step further and requiring everybody that wants to own a gun to have to go through these steps that you have to go through through for a carry concealed i don't know if that's going to be a constitutional uh, why? That's what I'm can. saying. Why? Well, because I don't think you can restrict gun ownership. I mean, just recently we just saw in Texas where, uh, uh, was it O'Rourke? I think Beto. it was Naya. Beto. Beto O'Rourke said, we're going to, you know, we're going to come and Take get all your guns. guns. Yeah. You know, Americans aren't going to stand for someone kicking in their door and coming in and grabbing all the guns. Since, in, in fact, that's the reason that, you, that's the way back when our forefathers started that's the reason we have guns is to to fight against a government that's corrupt. I mean, basically, that's that's too powerful, and you know that's the right. point to protect your house and your right. family. I mean, a that's prime the real example is, is Venezuela. 
they took all the citizens' guns away in Venezuela. So now the only people that guns are the government, the military. So those people can't, they, they have a problem fighting back the, the socialism that's going on in their country. Well, there's a, a meme that I see on social media, and of course, because it's on social media, it must be true. It says the largest standing army in the world is China at 2.5 million soldiers, and the, uh, the largest unofficial army is the United States, uh, you know, citizen at 70 million gun owners. Right, exactly. And, and I think, you know, obviously there are going to be people that disagree with the stance. Our stance is that gun ownership is a right, obviously, protected by the se- Second Amendment. Um, but I also, at the same time, as while I believe that I don't have a carry concealed weapon, permit i do own a gun for my home for home just just uh home protection so i think there is a big difference and i i i like the idea of having you know an application a a class a fee a process you have to go through and a documentation and um registry that you have to be put in basically if you are going to carry a concealed weapon i like that idea if you're going to be carrying it on the streets but i don't think it's a parallel to the second amendment just you know absolute right to own a gun um for home protection and protecting your family so i do think there is a difference there and it's a big topic because if you take out uh, new york and california um the statistics show that about 10 percent of americans have their carry concealed permits currently so that's a lot of people that are getting this carry concealed permit at this time and you know there's been an uptick in that and the gun and gun sales I think it's because people are worried that we may have a, a government or an administration sometime that may try to take their guns away or at least legislate them away. And if you already own them, usually you're grandfathered in. That's been the history of our country, is that you're grandfathered in. I think people are worried. And, and I think that has to do with the how bipartisan everything is getting. And people are running to so far extremes on the right and left side as, a, as opposed to trying to be more reasonable. But it makes sense. And it's, it's good for the public to know what you have to do to get that carry concealed weapon. And it is protection, like you're saying, for any future legislation, usually, that that'll get grandfathered in. So... Hopefully you learned something today if you're interested at all in carry concealed permits. Um, And we'll be back with you guys next time.